these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. It's what makes it fun. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Hey, Jordan, how's it going today? Oh, exceptionally tired, but uh, happy to be here. Happy to be recording with you. What's the exceptionally tired from? Uh, Work. (laughs) Yeah? It was a mental strain day, for Uh sure. Um, As well as half of our programs just running way slower than they should have been. Slash being out altogether, because we work off of kind of like a phone queue, and it was down for about half of the day. So we were just getting nailed with tickets and then not being able to communicate with people very well so there was a lot of frustration i see so it was a lot of mitigation but exactly, exactly what you want in a day exactly not what i want in a day i'm so happy tomorrow's friday oh my god um but good besides happy to be off and here relaxing chilling. uh looking forward to whatever you have and but how are you i'm glad you're here because i needed a break because i'm working on a 600 question true false exam renewal so i can for people in california 600 questions man that sounds in depth yeah i mean it's essentially an open book test mm-hmm. um since it's a renewal now if it was my first license you know it's not that way um was it that intense the first time around no it's i don't remember the exact amount it's it was at least half that okay yeah when you go and take it but it's not open book so mm-hmm. But it's also, that, that has literally everything in it, whereas when you go to take your test, I don't want to say too much so I don't get in trouble, but um, they change up what the questions are on the test, so that way people can't cheat. Okay. Yeah. But this is essentially the test. Like, this isn't like your study guide? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So, I've got to get that done so I can still kill bugs, but I got like 100-ish questions to go out of 600 so i'm at i'm getting close that's not bad but i'm glad we're doing this to give me a little bit of a mental break oh yeah so i don't have to are you trying to get done by tomorrow yeah oh yeah good luck best of luck (laughs) oh i will (laughs) just do it with dinner i'll knock it out yeah but other than that uh good enjoying the little blow-up pool that we've got outside yeah for summer as Um, were we trying to think of anything else just jobs just work like not even work but i'm tired of all the extra stuff Mm -hmm. that comes with being an adult and a homeowner and yeah yeah and i don't even have kids in the picture yet so do you feel like you're fast approaching 30 at this point oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that is about as enthusiastic as you want to (laughs) be i'm not even worried about being old i kind of wish like i could just at this point, jump to about. See what age you think my kid's gonna be fun at. <laughs> just jump to like forty-two and just stay there. That'd be cool. Okay. And then jump to like grandpa age at like forty-two, sixty-two. How old is your kid at that point? Well, let's assume I have one. And to any family listening, this is not an actual estimate. <laughs> but let's assume plan the date, guys. I'm twenty-eight, so let's assume thirty. I have have a kid. Okay, so that'd be twelve. Yeah, so, you know, old enough to like do bigger kid things, mm-hmm. uh, but still young enough to where they're not punks. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
I mean, you start getting a little punkish, but like that was probably my borderline right there. (laughs) Yeah, I think I was, I was like more mid to late teens when I was angsty. As soon as somebody calls you a teen, it's there's something about that word, that being uh, associated Mm. with you. It's like, hmm. see, for me, I think it was more of when I was like, I'm ready to be an adult, but I can't adult yet, Mm -hmm. and I'm pissed that I can't just go and have my own place and get a job and yeah. That's when I was angsty because I wanted to take control of my own life. And then you get to this age and you're like, still kind of waiting to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we're doing it. We just want to do it more fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. I just want to thrive a little bit more than just survive. Yeah. That's all. You know. So enough with our early life crises. <laughs> Deep breath. Deep breath. Goose Raba. We're here. We're going to enjoy ourselves. Yes. And I still don't know what we're doing. And this is a perk of being older, because you can't, I mean, you probably can't at 13, but you don't have the funds to buy the microphones and everything. No, unless your dad's having you hop on his podcast with him. Right. Like, you know. So, perks of adulthood, podcasting. Yeah. We're talking about the Loveland Frogmen today. Loveland. Loveland? Loveland. Lo- Lo- you got to make me double check it now. <laughs> Loveland. Okay. Loveland, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. All right. Which we all know... How Ohio is just uh, like the whole Ohio Valley with them, West Virginia, a little bit of Kentucky, mm-hmm. even a little bit of Pennsylvania, which isn't terribly far away. I'm literally looking at a map as I say that to make sure I don't mess up where Pennsylvania is. <laughs> Prone to like supernatural events. Yeah, especially monsters for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's all the swamps and stuff. Stuff's crawling There's no out of there. swamps there. <laughs> not in the, maybe not there, but no. a little bit, little, little, little bit south. Way south. That's like Florida, Louisiana. I don't know what all swampland, man. I haven't been to the East Coast you ever. Be, you gotta be touching some water for that. Well, I've been to the, I've been to Florida twice. Once that I remember. So I'm sorry if I sound unlearned, unlearned, unlearned. <laughs> you unlearned savage. I know. I really want to do that. I just want to go travel the states it's a little bit. So much fun. I really enjoy it. I just went to Nashville, mm-hmm. which I probably should have mentioned instead of complaining about my job. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, hey, you've got, you've got time for both. That was great. I love Nashville. I think it might be my favorite city that I've been to so far uh, outside of Sacramento. Okay. It was like in general? Yeah. No. I mean, I love Sacramento and San hike. Francisco, but yeah. like traveling, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say, I'd say Nashville is probably my favorite so far. Wow. It's a lot of fun. I'd recommend it. I'd go back anytime. I have to say that still surprises me over your couple of trips, couple of trips to Texas, just the one. I just did one. Cassandra did two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We did Austin, and not hating on Austin, I just had a better time mm-hmm. in Nashville. Because you at least experienced Austin during the pandemic, right? Yeah, which I mean, technically, it's still going on. True. I just mean like the thick of it, or was it how? I mean, I don't. It's also hard to tell how different places were. That's the other thing, too, is we we were in the pandemic while we were in Texas, but also nobody was wearing masks during the time that we were there Mm -hmm. um, on on a large, large scale. Yeah. So. Whereas Nashville, this last time around, was a little bit more like we're we're getting there. Which they just had opened, like their bars and everything just opened up. That's cool. To be fair. But still going around from the two cities in comparison because they're both very live music oriented mm-hmm. i still got a better vibe out of nashville yeah so even for like how it was set up and everything but 
Mm-hmm. Well, I have no point of reference, so yeah, I t- I'll take your word for it until I can go and check them out. <laughs> <laughs> but Loveland, Ohio, which is like just northeast of Cincinnati, which I know Cincinnati fairly well because I wasn't too far away. That was the closest Bass Pro Shop to my okay. town. Yeah, um, you frequented. I would say frequented because it was still like a four-hour drive. Oh, geez. Um, but I really liked going. And if you've not been to a Bass Pro Shop, we are not sponsored by them, but I would love it. Um, it's a that good time. That would be cool. It's a good time. They have an aquarium in the freaking store. Wait, at every one of them? Yeah, at I every didn't one. I did know that. Well, it, God, it's been a long time. I've, I've been, been to like three, and all three that I've been to have had one. Huh. There's one up uh, if you start heading Rockland no- North, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On your way to, I think Lincoln, 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 Lincoln. Um, but Loveland, Ohio, is what we're talking about. And Loveland um, is a city in Hamilton, Claremont, and Warren counties in Ohio. Like I said, just northeast of Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, and their population currently, um, as of 2019, is 13,485. Not huge. Yeah. Fairly small town. Yeah. Not like baby small, but like, yeah, not huge. Mm-hmm. A little more rural. A little, little sure. more rural. Rural. I hate saying <laughs> that word. I was just talking to Cassandra about how, I, like, that, I think I saw a TikTok where a person was like, no Southern person can say say rural right (laughs) you just can't do it oh we weren't taught the proper skills for that one make me giggle but it does rural i I just can't (laughs) what i'm sorry it makes me think of uh at work there's a we commonly have to provide people an authentication code okay and i have never heard as many people have the same problem with one word before with what authentication? Authentication between authorization and authentication. Oh, do they mix them up? It's like they try to say both at the same time, oh. but nobody. But it it's always <laughs> almost every time. Like literally, if it's a borrower or a loan officer, almost every time it is author author that word, <laughs> that code that I need. Can you give it to me? Oh, that's sure. funny. Yeah, I got it for you. Try not to laugh in the phone. For all of you who don't know, Jordan is insane and works multiple jobs. Typically. So I was thinking, I, when you say work, I, my brain still goes to the restaurant industry. Oh, yeah. So I was like, authentic, authentic, now I can't do it. <laughs> there it goes. Authentic, Jesus. <laughs> Authentication code for oh. your order? That seems a little extreme, oh, but okay. Yeah, we'll, I'm sure we'll get there one day security all, all wrapped up into that but yeah. no it's more for um the mortgage business that i work for <laughs> currently getting out of the restaurant industry soon though so down to one job for a minute at least hopefully just yeah. maybe just a minute though so oh. in this more rural town yes yes that's totally an assumption of us in loveland ohio just a guess this comes to you from the Wikipedia. Now I, I'm not going to be able to say any word the rest of the night. <laughs> now, now we can't English. Now we can't English. Um, the Loveland Frogman. In Ohio folk- folklore, the Loveland Frog, also known as the Loveland Frogman or Loveland Lizard, is a legendary humanoid frog described as standing roughly four feet tall or 1.2 meters, if you're not in the U.S., allegedly spotted in Loveland, Ohio. 
1972, the Loveland Frog legend gained renewed attention when a Loveland police officer reported to a colleague that he had seen an animal consistent with descriptions of the frogman. After a purported sighting in 2016, the second officer called, news sta- called a news station to report that he had shot and killed the same creature some weeks after the 1972 incident and had identified it as a large iguana that was missing its tail. Hmm. University of Cincinnati folklore professor Edgar Slotkin compared the Loveland Frog to Paul Bunyan, saying that the stories about it have been passed down for several decades, and the sighting reports seem to come in predictable cycles. In May 2014, the Loveland Frog legend was made into a musical titled, Hot Damn, It's the Loveland Frogman. What? (laughs) I love when you can just take an idea like that and just fully flesh it out and just make it your own. You know what? This is going to be a musical. You know what? I'm wondering, is it a, is it a just a play or is it a musical? Like straight. That's up? what it says, musical. That's awesome. So that means you have some singing frogmen on stage. I, I'm take my money. I'm here for it. Is that only in Ohio though? I'm assuming. Hmm. I don't imagine that would travel very well since uh, it's a local road. But I mean, I'll pay you a thirty-five dollar ticket to go see that show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as long as it's not like thirty-five minutes. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> it all depends. So we've done a lizard man before. We have. We did a, a pa- lizard man in South Carolina, I believe. It was another East Coast. Yeah, I'm pretty I sure can't. it was South Carolina. It was in a swamp in the South Carolina. That was the swamp. Yeah. Yeah. That was why I guess why I figured swamp, but uh, you know, all swamps are the same. No, isn't that <laughs> what they say? No. <laughs> um, so a large iguana without its tail. Yeah, and still, you had to you had to shoot it. You had to fill it full of holes. That's what that's what he said. <laughs> so the description of the frogman. Yeah. Uh, the Loveland frog is said to be three to four feet in height, weighing fifty to seventy five pounds, and having greenish leathery skin. They're also described as having frog faces with large eyes and mouths, as well as walking on two legs. By some estimates, this puts them at the size of a large dog or a small person. Oh, faces. There's there's more than one of these things? There's more than one of these things. Oh. And I'm giving you the description early, so okay. that way when we talk about the accounts, because the accounts are relatively short, um, you can you can have a better mental picture as you're going through. Okay. So, they're sometimes said to have deep wrinkles on their heads where hair would be on a person. Gotcha. You know, so like, lizard-like. Like, yeah. you ever seen that dad that's bald and he's all he's in the he's nice guy you know he he helps out in the dugout at baseball games Mm -hmm. he's out on the lake with the kids but he's got all of those wrinkles like on the back of his head yeah yeah got a lot of extra skin up here yeah you can just kind of he's not necessarily a big guy Mm -hmm. it's just for some reason that's where it collected yeah you know i pray that that doesn't happen to me as you get older your skin gets lazy and wants to Let's yeah. Once the slump together, it happens. But you're a good you you know you do your thing. You're a good dad, good guy. You keep on going. You just have some wrinkles on your head. Keep on go, going, old bald old bald man. Yeah. So that's what these guys got going on where their hair should be. Okay. So this is from the portalist. A history tells it, one night in May of 1955, a traveling salesman drove through Loveland, Ohio, part of the greater Cincinnati region. He was alone on the road. When he crossed a poorly lit bridge over the Little Miami River, three humanoid yet frog-like creatures loomed in the shadows at the side of the road. 
The salesman watched as the three frog people talked amongst themselves, each oblivious to their observer. The salesman noted that they all seemed to be about three and a half feet tall, with leathery skin and webbed hands and feet. They had bulging eyes, wide mouths, and deep grooves on their heads instead of hair. Suddenly, one of the figures noticed the salesman. They pulled out a wand and waved it, sending a spray of sparks flying in the air. The man sped away, the first witness to the Loveland Frog, with the peculiar smell of alfalfa and almonds trailing behind his car. How can he smell what's trailing behind his... Never mind. I have so (laughs) many questions. The salesman's name has been forgotten, but a sighting by two officers in 1972 has revived the tale. So give me your questions with this first one. So this is the first reported incident. First reported incident. 1955. Yep. What the hell does 1972 have to do with it? So that's the next. Okay. Sorry. So much to unpack here. So frog-like humanoid creatures standing on their hind legs above a bridge or on the side of a bridge. Right. Like, you know, around, around the edge looking like they're going to jump. Looking like magicians. I had questions as to whether or not this is... Like, if somebody was watching Saturday Morning Cartoons and it was that little frog guy with the top hat that usually carries around a cane. Well, you can't be doing that at Monday at 3.30 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Where is this this thing hiding its wand? Is it pulling it out of its little amphibious pouch? Or, like... Is it it one of the folds, man? Yeah, one of the skin wrinkles. You know, it's just good enough to hold... Hold it on in there. It's like a. It's like a. The frogs have like their own natural built-in um, cargo shorts kind of thing. They just <laughs> they just pull out a lot of different little pockets. Well, and then like it's described as a magic wand because that's the closest thing, without actually like studying it, that you could. But I've heard people say, "Well, is it literally a magic wand that helped them disappear from the sight of this guy, mm-hmm. or is it perhaps alien technology?" And it just looked like a wand to us, you know, yeah. like how science, scientific things were described as magical things before we knew what they were. Mm-hmm. So are they aliens or are they magician frogmen? Magician frogmen. <laughs> Love that. Uh, I hope that's the name of the episode. Um, I, I need more. I need... <laughs> I hope that I hope that there's some other ones about this. Uh, that, do they always have a wand? Is there, you know, do all of the encounters? Uh, you know that I'm not sure. We'll go into it, but that one, uh, I know it's a tall tale. Yeah. Well, kind of a short. They're a little short though. But I believe it. <laughs> it's a short tall tale. <laughs> but it's believable because what the dude didn't stop his car mm-hmm. and get out and be mesmerized by them. He saw them. Was like what the hell and then drove off like any sane person would yeah so i kind of wish he did stop though it's always like the grass is greener on the other side you know maybe people have and we just don't know what happened to them maybe they got wanded out of there they were turned into them sparks burn bro they were turned into (laughs) almonds and alfalfa sprouts (laughs) they just become a big old bundle on the street like that i'm trying to remember the smell of almond factory around the corner yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, I can, I get the smell of almonds, but I, alfalfa, I don't know. I know the smell of alfalfa because I used to have it to feed a rabbit. Uh huh. But I don't remember the smell of it. I know it's strong. Kind of, 
I don't know if it's more like herby or just grassy. I probably a blend. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, I don't know. So I've had alfalfa sprouts on my sandwich, but <laughs> but besides that, I haven't really. I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know. So that's the beginnings. Let's move into the second sighting from Ex- Exemplor. There is another famous sighting of the Loveland Frog, and this occurred on March 3rd, 1972. The witness was Ray Shockey, a local police officer. Shockey said he was driving on Riverside Drive, heading into Loveland when a creature ran in front of him. He described it in a similar way to the 1955 sighting. Shockey additionally claimed that it crouched like a frog, but then stood upright and stared at him. It then climbed over the guardrail and into the river. Shockey's fellow officer claimed to have found scratch marks and other abrasions on the guardrail after the fact, but there's no photographic evidence of these. And this is not the one where he supposedly shot one, right? Right. Okay. So just another witnessing. But we have police officers this time. Mm-hmm. So trained observers. True. You know, and people that have a... Uh, a need to keep their mouth shut uh, and not sounding crazy so that way they don't get taken off the force. Yeah, keep their reputation up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody wants to get arrested by the crazy frog cop. <laughs> like, I saw it. He waved a wand at me. <laughs> Sparks flew out of the end. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't. They also, I mean, they checked where the thing went over the rail. Mm-hmm. They said there was abrasions and, and uh, scratch marks, mm-hmm. which... I mean, this thing's got to have some kind of claws to do that. I'm surprised they didn't feel the need to chase it. Would you? Would I want to? No. Would I maybe feel inclined to? I guess it depends on my partner. Would you <laughs> Would you shoot the thing? Uh, to me, that's what it always comes down to. Am I going to shoot it unprovoked? Unprovoked? No. Yeah, so what? what's the point of chasing it down if you're not going to shoot it? Because it's just going to get away with you. Whether it's here or five miles down the road, it's going to get away from you. Empirical evidence. <laughs> Unless you just walk around with a net all the time. <laughs> yeah, you got you got one cop who's actually a cop. One cop with a gun and one cop with a net. <laughs> and one cop with a wand just to fight back. <laughs> you, got, you got to have counter wand uh, a balancing happening here. I feel like they just need to go out with a magician and actually figure out, hey. No more wand on wand violence. Is... Are all magicians secretly frog Frogs? people? Ooh, that's a question. That's the <laughs> that is the question now. That's <laughs> that's what this has become. They're not that slimy. David Blaine. Uh, <laughs> why can't I think of other magicians right now? I oh mean, they are also escaping. Houdini. So they are kind of escape artists. Wands escaping. Yeah. It's building up. Yeah. The case is mounting. They're they're unrealistically flexible and can and can escape like weird situations potentially mm-hmm. i don't know dislocating their little froggy legs <laughs> <laughs> so shortly after we have <laughs> another one called the matthews sighting two weeks after Shockey's reported sighting another officer named mark matthews had a similar encounter he claimed that as he was driving he saw something crouched on the ice Thinking it was an injured animal, he stopped and went to move it off the road. When he got close, it stood up. Matthew shot at the creature, but it managed to climb over the guardrail and into the river. Matthews believed that 
whatever it was, he had killed it. His description of the creature was more or less the same as Shockey's, except Matthews said this creature had a tail. Hmm. Maybe they fall off when they molt? You know. <laughs> Do they molt? I don't know. I feel like there's a good question, because I feel like we would probably find some evidence of, like... Some drop tails. A four-foot-long molted skin thing that they have to peel out of, too, mm-hmm. maybe? I mean, if all lizards have to do that. Well, that's if typically. it's a lizard. I'm not sure if... I don't think amphibians have to do that. That's true. I guess if it's supposed to be a frog, then... Which I, I still lean more frog than lizard, mm-hmm. just based off all the descriptions. It just sounds... I mean, bar other than it scarring up the guardrails every time it tries to dip out, Yeah, it sounds more frog-like. I was going to say, do they have, like, the webs? Like, and, like, a frog has a totally different head shape. True. Than most lizards. I guess you could say a gecko and a frog have kind of similar ones, because mm-hmm. it is a little wider mouth. Yeah. But it's pretty unique. True. So. Big kind of buggy eyes. Mm-hmm. And and it's always by rivers and bridges, so they're by water. Mm-hmm. So it's the habitat. Makes sense. Well, it's a good thing you shot it first, right? I mean, pop shots, ask questions later. Death pops. So, but Matthew does change his story. Oh, he was drinking. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Look, this is after, uh, how was the uh, statute of limitations? (laughs) (laughs) Now I'll tell you the real story. Was it like, like, do we know when he changed his story? Do we know how soon after? Yes. Yes, we do. Okay. Later on, after much ridicule of both him and Shockey, Matthews changed his story. He said he had merely seen a large lizard, which he had thought might have been someone's escaped pet iguana. Ryan Haupt of Skeptoid.com posted an article in which he quoted from an unsourced email interview of Mark Matthews in 2001, where he allegedly gave a more thorough explanation of the incident. In this supposed interview, Matthews said, quote, It was... It was and is no monster. It was not leathery or had wet matted fur. It was not three to five feet tall. It did not stand erect. The animal I saw was obviously some type of lizard that someone had as a pet that either got too large for its aquarium, escaped by accident, or they simply got tired of it. It was less than three feet in length, ran across the road, and was probably blinded by my headlights. It presented no aggressive action. End quote. Matthews additionally acclaimed that he had only intended to capture the creature in order to support Shockey's story, as he wasn't being taken seriously. It is unclear whether Matthews changed his story to avoid the ridicule he was experiencing or because he genuinely wanted to recant. So did he actually shoot the thing or did he want to capture it? Well, he said he wanted to capture it, um, but in the original story he said that he shot the creature. And as a cop, anytime you discharge your weapon, I know that's got to be reported. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even it could be a case of he got spooked and he shot at something mm-hmm. and he didn't when he, because he's like, crap, I shot three rounds. I can't just say I didn't. I don't want to say that I got scared by a stupid lizard. I'll make up this story about a three foot to five foot standing erect frog frog man. man. That uh, this guy sounds like he's full of <laughs> shit, if I'm being honest, I'm sorry. <laughs> so then that was uh that was Matthew's recanting. So then uh we got one more well two more no. 
We have one more sighting that we're going to talk about. Um, happened August 3rd of 2016. Is that relatively recent? Pretty recent, pretty recent. Okay. Um, so in the modern day, local farmers are supposedly still claiming to spot it every once in a while. There was also a recent report by a woman swimming in the Ohio River near Evansville, Indiana. She claimed to have been attacked by a reptilian creature, but she and a bystander were able to fight it off. Due to the location and the violence involved in this sighting, this incident may or may not be related to the Loveland Frog. You know, it might be the Evansville uh, Gecko Man. The Evansville... Uh, it's a lizard magician. The Gator Gator uh, Gator Woman. Gator, <laughs> gator Woman. <laughs> it's always the something man. I feel like you gotta throw a woman in there. You know? Yeah. I mean, come on, guys. Not, not all these monsters are men. Be impartial. And by monster, I just mean that relatively. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then we have uh, the most notable of the recent sightings that I was talking about in 2016. Sam Jacobs and his girlfriend were playing Pokemon Go when they spotted what appeared to be a giant frog near Lake Isabella. Jacobs was able to capture video of the creature before it disappeared. He later told news outlets, quote, We saw a huge frog near the water. Not in the game. This was an actual frog. Then the thing stood up and walked on its hind legs. I realize this sounds crazy, but I swear on my grandmother's grave, this is the truth. The frog stood about four feet tall. End quote. He said he caught footage? He said he caught footage. Um, I do have from the news article. Um, I really hope you show me a picture of a Pokemon right now. <laughs> I feel like he's like, yeah, I caught, I caught it on camera, and I also caught the right on I was going for. <laughs> so here is uh, the video. Okay, all I see is really shiny eyes, maybe. What in the world? Playing that back. Hold on, guys. If only everything but the eyes wasn't just completely pitch black. That would be great. It does look like a head turning as opposed to what maybe looked like could have been reflective stuff off of lights or something. Well, and the problem is it's, I mean, we've talked about this. Light eyes don't really, like, they're not luminous. They don't produce their own light. Unless you're a cat. Well, yeah, and even then you still have to, like, have something, like, shining off of it. Yeah. Yeah. so unless he had his flash on, he looked pretty close. And he's by he a lake in. where there's... Yeah, I have a hard time with that. Uh, and also, for clarity, for anybody that's not played Pokemon Go, <laughs> it's an augmented reality game where you're looking through your phone's camera and you're f- utilizing your phone's camera. It's putting the Pokemon creatures as if it was in real life. Um, onto your phone now clearly you can still see something weird through your phone move your phone and look at the real thing and see Mm -hmm. if it's there or not um but that's what it is that's why people are skeptical which i don't think is necessarily fair because because he's a gamer yeah like that's not so what he was out playing pokemon who cares you know but i mean his credibility is shot we played pokemon at a pond um, before trying to catch catch some stuff, Magikarps it, all day. It gets people outside. Yeah, I'll defend it till like forever. At least it gets people off the couch. 
but it actually got people exploring, especially when it first came out. So I can see people running into some weird stuff. Yeah. That they might not have because they're out looking for these things. Um, not those things, but Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we had woman, one woman attacked by mm -hmm. it or by something like it. And again, we, as far as the stories go, we think that there's more than one, at least maybe three, Mm -hmm. at least three. And now I know, so they spawn, we've joked a little bit about what it could potentially be, but I think we should probably rule out biological stuff first, Mm -hmm. um, before we go crazy. Um, I don't think it was just an abnormally big frog. No, not a four, three to four foot tall frog. Well, and no. I even looked up what the largest species of frog is. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, the Goliath frog. And they're big. Yeah, so the Goliath frog of West Africa, uh, which I've seen things from 12 and a half inches to 15 inches. Okay. As far as its max uh, length, and anywhere from seven to ten pounds, so like a that's cat. still a hefty frog. Yeah, it's like the size of a cat, but not the three to four feet. Yeah. Now, the iguana that Matthew says uh, that that's all it was. Those guys do get pretty good size. Um, they get. Then we have to go more reptilian than specifically amphibian. Right. They can get from five to six feet, including their tail length. Oh, yeah. But, Mm -hmm. like, that's still fairly big. For sure. Now, obviously, neither of them are going to be on their hind legs because that's not how their anatomy... Horizontal. Yeah, that's not how they've been designed by nature to work. Um but iguanas at least get big enough. However, Matthews was the only one that said he saw a tail mm-hmm. out of all the other people. And he later said that he was lying about it. So even if he had told the truth initially, in part, all of his stories wishy-washy. But my point is an iguana does at least get big enough to be the size of what these people are seeing. It's unfortunate that he kind of... Um, de- Decredited? Uncredited? How would you say? Recanted? Yeah. He's just, he's not very, um, you can't take his, his stuff seriously. Yeah. That's so, unfortunate. So there's a handful uh, yeah. of these sightings. And I, I really don't see someone misidentifying a, a mammal for an amphibian or a reptile. Yeah. Even if it's something that has mange, it's not going to be on two legs. Because mm-hmm. the only things I can think of, mammalian in Ohio, that's going to be on two legs are bears. Yeah. And that's even potentially. I don't even know if they're in that region. But I know kind of. I know Kentucky has some. Tennessee has some. So like, Anything out there stalking around the woods. So it's possible one could migrate up there and have some mange and look real funky. Yeah, but even then, I still don't think you'd mistake a bear because that's that's at that size. You're still talking more bear cub, so you'd be a bear cub with severe mange or something. And the couple of people that have like who do say that they saw him was like they said that instead of hair, there was like deep wrinkles and stuff like that, as opposed to mm-hmm. fur or anything like that. It seems yeah. So 
Which is why I'm like, if it was a mammal, it would have to have some kind of bad mange to make it start losing its fur like that. Yeah. But mange would kind of make sense with the uh, the wrinkles and stuff like that, though, too, because they kind of like they get a little loosey. Yeah. But like I said, I don't think bears are super common in that area. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't think that they're carrying wands around. No, and I can't think of anything else that's at least occasionally two-legged because even bears are more often than not four-legged four legs yeah Uh, but there's not a lot of even occasionally bipedal animals yeah this is just a just a biology class at this point or a um but all that to say i don't think they misidentified something i don't think it was like an actual creature or an actual animal that they misidentified as these frogmen so then what do you think it is? So that's when we have the fun part. So that's when we're like, okay, they could potentially be aliens. Mm-hmm. Of course, because that always can be aliens. And then they <laughs> so got... Many different kinds now. And then they got busted and they were like, oh, shit. And then they busted out the wand that teleported them out with the sparks. Or... or they did like the MIB flash where it makes you forget what you saw. It's like the one that got busted it. by Shockey. He forgot his wand that day and had to hoof it over the guardrail. Mm-hmm. Or are we talking like... It's always by a river or by some source of water. Yeah. Are there some underground tunnels? Are we talking underground civilization of these frog people? Lizard people. Maybe they got their own little society down there. And they just pop up in the nighttime, get some fresh air. It's the reptilians. But I feel like it's like the the lower cut of the society. They're like, eh, you can go hide in the rivers and the woods, but uh, we'll transform into people and run the world. Yeah. You guys just keep going and... Um, it's kind of like the real world. Magicians? And that's so high in the totem pole. <laughs> you get one every 10 years. Yeah. One. <laughs> just make sure you don't let anybody see you. And if you do magic, you... We're not disparaging you. Keep doing your magic. I always wanted to learn card tricks. Oh, I've always been into magic, so don't take any of this as um, disparaging marks. It's, yeah. yeah, it's just uh, just poke me. It's just poking fun. You know, it's just good fun. You don't got a good rep. We like you, but you don't got a good rep. We can all agree to that. Yeah. So we're talking about you, Chris Angel. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got maybe aliens. Mm-hmm. Maybe some like some secret society of frog people illuminati frogs illuminati frogs i like it um but they're like yeah they're like initiates in the illuminati they didn't make it yeah quite they're like illuminati dropouts (laughs) Uh, (laughs) the leftovers the leftovers (laughs) or are they weird frog magicians so could even say maybe demons maybe some like form of a a mythical mythical beast i was gonna say are we leaving out like the cryptozoology no 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 no, no. that's definitely part of it i mean i think think they're like no matter what unless they're aliens they they're following the crypto yeah that's for yeah i think they fall in the crypto no matter what Mm -hmm. um because even like dogmen like they're big dogs but they're still cryptids. Yeah. But they seem to be intelligent because they still have, you know, like the recognition of when they need to bounce. They were potentially talking 
at one point and having that's what i could that was the guy who drove by right Thinking yeah that they were talking to each other yeah but i'm sure he did a slow and go he could have even stopped but yeah he wasn't going to stick around and i don't blame him no i wouldn't want to i mean i don't care especially what it was, talking about. He, he was the one that said there were several the other sightings there was only one mm-hmm. and he said there was like i think three yeah so he wasn't trying to get busted up by a gang of frogmen a group of these things a gaggle of frogmen a gaggle a, fro- a murder of frogs. A frolic of frogmen. A frolic. <laughs> I like that. Um, so, or maybe they're just magical beings. Hence the yeah. Hence I mean, the they could fall in camp as like the like with the centaurs and uh, what's what's the little goatman people the like uh like oh like the one from um, Tumnus from uh, yeah Tumnus. Why can't I think of the name? Mm. Satyrs right maybe s-a-t-y-r yeah i think but you get what i'm saying like yeah i know what you're saying that like i don't want to say genre but that's that group of mythical creatures Mm -hmm. could be in that category what do you lean toward we'll talk about if we think it's real or not later but do you what do you lean toward if it was i think i like that over the cryptid just because we've done a lot of cryptids and this is I mean, this is a lesser known one. I mean, it's still a popular story, supposedly, but it's, I feel like, uh, you know, everybody knows about Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot and stuff like that. This doesn't seem as to, you know, to have the same following, but um, maybe that's why there's only the handful of sightings as well, Mm -hmm. which is unfortunate, again, because there's only so much information to go off of. But... The wand gets me, man. <laughs> the wand gets me. Um, just because I feel like that would take, and he's the only one that saw that too. He, right? he, no, 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 no. Somebody else didn't. Somebody else see a wand. No, he was the only one that saw that. Yeah, the the unnamed businessman. This guy must have really embellished his story. <laughs> well, but Spark- there wasn't one. There was three of them, and they had magic wands. But the sparks is what made him dip out of there. Yeah. So. Was he, like, focusing on them too much, and then he, like, skid and kind of hit the guardrail, and, like, <laughs> and that's where the sparks were coming from? And then the burning smell was, I don't know. I where I don't know where he got almonds and alfalfa, either. Yeah. Maybe he was on a trip of some sort. In the 50s? What do you mean? Were we doing... Were hard, like a drug trip? Yeah, I was like, were hard drugs out in, in the 50s? I'm sure. In some capacity. I don't know about, you know, not like the lab-made stuff. Not that I know a whole lot. I was about but to I, say, I thought, like, LSD was more 60s. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I mean, mushrooms have always been. Uh, fair enough. And peyote and all that. Peyote. Kinda, and, uh, what's the one in? Peyote's uh, one of the originals. Yeah, the the. I've been hearing about it a lot lately down in South America. Ano. I can't think of it now. Their version of peyote, pretty much. Hmm. Ano ano Ayahuasca. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I think they're similar. I know I don't think they're the same thing, but I think they're similar. Yeah. Ayahuasca. Oh, ayahuasca is supposed to really mess you up, I mm-hmm. think. Well, I think they both are. Like, you take it and it really, like, deprives your body of stuff and you go out and have a trip. And yeah. You, half of it's depending on you kind of starving to death. The journeys. Yeah, you have to live through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, they all differ so much, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, one guy saw a bunch of stuff that nobody else saw. One guy... 
Well, the other ones were pretty similar. It's just that first one that was really different. Well, yeah, but I mean, so his is is pretty different than the others in general. Right. And then you've got the guy who says he saw it, but then says he was lying. Yep. You've got cops that kind of saw it and then saw it kind of disappear. And the guy that went back on it also was a cop. The guy who shot it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Who who went back and said he was lying. So I forgot about that. A total of three cops. And those two sightings were only two weeks apart from each other. Well, that's really not good that we have a cop lying about what they were <laughs> <laughs> what they were doing. Um, there's that. And then, okay, and then we have one attack. Like one literal attack of a one woman. One attack in Evansville, yep. And then... Um, Oh my god, what was the last one? The Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> what a drastic change of circumstances for each. All by water, though. All by water. I feel like everybody had something else potentially going on when this came up. I mean, you would. If you're just traveling through, you wouldn't be looking out for something like that. Ah, that's a tough one. I don't know. I feel like... The cop shot a lizard. I don't know what the guys playing Pokemon saw because that video was not quality. Uh-uh. Um, I mean, out of the accounts, the first guys is my favorite mm-hmm. for sure. Definitely. It's got the most to it. So I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to say they're... But ma- what do you think ma- they they are? You know, magic frog people. Magic, magic. frog people? <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of there too, though, because... They're kind of hard to classify. I want to go aliens. I do. That's usually what I go for, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel... We've done a lot of alien ones. Not a lot, but, like, we've done enough alien ones to... That I feel like there's enough commonalities between the other circumstances. Yeah, you kind of get, like, a vibe for it. Yeah. Not like we actually know what is and isn't aliens, but, like, it feels more natural to Earth... Yeah. Because every time they dip out, it's like they're going toward the water. Yeah. Or they're over the side rail trying to, you know, they're not beam me up, Scotty. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're seeking natural means of escape. Yeah. So that's why I'm leaning less toward alien. Now there could be a ship sitting over that bank that we don't know about. Well, I was going to say, we're going to have to, like, pretty soon here, we're going to have to get into the new the new stuff that's been coming out over the last, like, what, year and a half or so? Lord, yeah. There's supposed to be some big new release of things about it, too. Oh, really? Yeah, we keep, yeah. Our, eyes open, guys, keep our eyes open for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I would agree with that. It just sounds more like maybe something that we haven't discovered, potentially, like, aquatic animal-like. Mm-hmm. But if they're... Well, rivers lead to oceans, and they're not. These are none of these were lakes, right? So not like the only lake was the uh, the attack, mm-hmm. which I think still wasn't terribly far from the Ohio River. Okay. Um, so could have maybe migrated to another body of water. And they're amphibians, so they can get out and walk. They yeah, can, you know. Uh, yeah, that's more my. That's maybe more my take. Is just probably the. Because there's still so like there's still so many, but not cryptid related. More sentient, maybe even just well, yeah. The sent the level of sentient sen- sentience, 
mm-hmm. is what is what I would have to question for sure. Because um, other than that, it sounds like you know it could just be potentially something that we don't know about aquatic life wise. Because there's so many species under there that we still don't know of. Yeah, just like in the rainforest, we find new species all the time. Mm-hmm. But that's I mean, it's a big frog. Yeah, and it's not only a big frog. It's a frog who's doing something that a frog body wasn't made to do. Standing. Standing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe so. even sitting initially, but standing up is... Because that's why their legs are as long as they are, so that way they tuck under it and to the side of it so it can get that spring motion. Yep. Not walk around like yeah, the Warner Brothers frog. There's nothing like... Yeah, that's the one <laughs> I can think of. Uh, and they're not jumping. They're not jumping around. Not jumping. It's walking around. Except so. when they're hopping guardrails. And even Again, then, they're not clearing it because they're leaving scratch marks on it. It makes me go away from frog in general and more towards... Um, Just lizard people? Lizardy. Because of the yeah. claws, because of the difference in mobility. But then you got the description where it's eyes on top of the head and wide mouths. Yeah. So is this just like a like a flat faced lizard man? It's a, it's a frog. It's a frog lizard combo. Flizzard. A flizzard. It's a <laughs> a magical flizzard. Oh, that's that sounds like a thing. Magical flizzard. <laughs> <laughs> I got one for you, Harry Potter. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's kind of that's my probably unpopular but hot take. It's a. So what's the what's the verdict on uh, believability that this happened? If I had to scale it as far as like, I, man, we should start doing like a one to ten, like a, or a zero to ten believability. How many big feats did you? How many big feats do you get? How many Warner Brother frogs? Um, <laughs> I give it a a four, and that's and that's like generous. That's generous. Yeah, <laughs> for me, it's fun. It is fun. And it's one of those things, like, it's such a short, small story, especially, like, all of them individually, but mm-hmm. even all together. But there's something fun about it that makes you think, maybe. I mean, they didn't hurt nobody. Well, thankfully. Except for the one woman in Evansville. Yeah. Which might not have been a frog person. That might have been an alligator person that got blamed on a frog person. So. Oh, my God. Alligator people. There's just a whole subspecies of things living <laughs> underwater that they just come up when they want to. Um, but I, yeah, I'd say pretty low for me too, as much as I want it to not be. Yeah. I mean, the lizard man one I thought was a little bit more believable even. We had more instances. We had people with. Well, you had a damaged car. Yeah. You got, yeah. I mean. More specific, uh, descriptions, more, um, similar descriptions. So this one's tough. This one's tough for me. But it's fun. I like it. It's low on the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, before we totally round things out, there is a, a frogman race that does happen um, every year in Loveland. Yeah. Um, located in downtown. It's, uh, let's see, it's it's one of those um, triathlons. Okay. Only instead of swimming, it's kayaking. Yeah. Um, but I think it's fun that they've done something with it. You know, like you've got your Mothman festivals and Lizardman festivals. They've got the Loveland Frog Race. So if uh, 
you ever want to have a little fun uh, show up and do the the Loveland Frog Race? Maybe it was just that. Maybe it was just something to drum up tourism. And 55? I mean, well, yeah. That's a really weird way to do it, though. Because you're playing the long game because you got sighting in 55. Two sightings in seventy two. They just kept it so going. Every almost, couple of decades, we're like, we need to re up. Yeah, and then oh, <laughs> or in sixteen, so that's forty more years. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a long game for some tourism drumming up. Plus, you're right outside of Cincinnati anyway. So yeah, and you're close to you're close to a river, bodies of water, and those typically had more, um, more traffic. Yeah. Too. So that's tough. I do want to think of like somebody sending their kid out in like a frog costume with a magic wand, though. Oh, it was just Halloween con wrong, but it was in May, so it couldn't have been Halloween. No, some kids punking around. Yeah, shooting, having like sparklers out on a bridge, just <laughs> talking with their friends, and a guy that drives by high on ayahuasca, who's <laughs> <laughs> smelling almonds and alfalfa. He's gonna sell them shoes. Let me tell you. Blaming it on a on a frog man. So the verdict's low on this one. I don't think it's a misidentification. Mm-hmm. I do think Matthew is full of it. I just don't know how he's full of it. But yeah. one way or the other, he's full of it. The hardest one to refute is that first one. Yeah. Well, you don't even know who it was. Mm-hmm. Could be baloney in general. It could be. I mean, we have to be objective. It could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we have the two police officers that... You know, they had their siding with it, so. Yeah. But it's fun, if nothing else. Yeah. But that wraps up the, the Loveland Frogman. The Loveland Frogman. So, if you're in Loveland, Ohio, watch out at night. You just might see the Loveland Frogman. <laughs> what you got coming <laughs> like how, I like how you... Uh, Close um, that out? <laughs> why did that sound like the Twilight Zone? The scary door. <laughs> I like your ending there. Um. Yeah, if anybody happens to see one, though. Please take a picture of that thing and send it to me, and don't just send us the the WB frog because I know I talk about that a lot. Uh, um, what do I have coming up? I don't know yet. As far as next week, Jordan. I'm thinking maybe uh, if we don't want to do one of those discussion episodes on like a more general topic, then I will. I will. I'll find something for sure. I've got a couple that I don't have off the top of my head but yeah we're like looking to we're going to think of trying to do more discussion episodes Mm -hmm. for you guys um just because they've gotten positive feedback so if you have topics that you just want to kind of hear us kind of go on about like we did with bigfoot and with ghosts um let us know uh if you have any topics in general you want us to cover any cases of things Mm -hmm. um if you have any of your own please let us know and you can reach out to us either at the Instagram creepy campfire podcast. That's the one at the email creepy campfire podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. or how we would love for you to do it with the voicemail. Uh, Not you, enough of these yet guys. Come on. Call us at nine one six three five nine nine four four six. Um, it caps out at three minutes, but if you get cut off, you just call back and keep leaving as many voicemails as you need to finish your story. Um, cause we'd like to get these on the air and share them with the world. That's really a fun thing for us to do. See these and listen to these encounters. And I know we have fun, but we're not going to make fun of anything you've experienced. No, we want to hear real people right now going through weird experiences. 
seeing frog people. That's right. While playing Pokemon Go. Well, yeah. <laughs> Only. Uh, I Only will then. defend you. <laughs> no, please send us a video. Like, if you please have your trainer, like, like whatever Pokemon in the background right there, and then like the big creepy creature in the background that you can see in real life. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Oh, but I think that does it for this week. Until next time, everybody. Stay, Stay toasty. toasty.